Luke 10, 21 through 24, and we welcome our online worshipers. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and has revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seems good in thy sight. All things are delivered to me of my Father, and no man knoweth who the Son is but the Father, and who the Father is but the Son, and he to whom the Son will reveal himself. And he turned him unto his disciples and said privately, Blessed are the eyes which see the things that ye see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see these things which ye see and have not seen them. And to hear these things which ye hear and have not yet heard them. I've read you Luke 10, verse 21 through 24. May God have a blessing on the readers, the hearers, and the doers of his word. And let us pray. Our Father and our God, we come this day in another day that you were made. Bless us to be able to come into the house of worship. And we come into this house, Holy Father, to be gathered in your name, to give you glory, honor, and all the praise. We thank you for the opportunity we have, Holy Father that we can come into this house to praise you. Your doors are open, and you say, whosoever will can come. We pray the Heavenly Father, but whosoever will will come today, Heavenly Father, to hear your word today and be blessed by your word, and not to be in hearers only today, Heavenly Father, but believe what your word has to say. We thank you for your word in our Sunday school lesson this morning, Heavenly Father. And you speak to us, Heavenly Father. Let us do like that man, that, that, that noble man in our last Sunday school lesson this morning. To take your word and believe your word as you tell us today, Heavenly Father. Help us today, Lord. We can't do nothing without you today. We thank you for each and every one who blessed to come into this house. Touch lives today, Heavenly Father. Somebody's been weak. Somebody's been heartbroken. Somebody's been confused, not knowing what way to go. People are in, the, in bereavement. People are sick. All this, and we all need your deliverance. We need your healing today, Heavenly Father. We need your protection today, Heavenly Father. Help us today, Lord Jesus. As we lift you up, and give you the praise today, Heavenly Father. We pray for all those who are here this morning, Heavenly Father. And we come here by faith. And we're leaning and depending on you this morning, Heavenly Father. For this day that you made for us, we didn't make ourselves. You made us. And we want to glorify you. 
And we want to thank you, Heavenly Father, for just being so good to us. Bless all those who are, who are in this world today, Heavenly Father, that not, don't know you in the part of their sin, Heavenly Father. Help today, Heavenly Father, for those that one that don't know. If it's just one today, Heavenly Father, come and, and believe today, Heavenly Father. We know the angels will rejoice and be glad for that one who comes. And we, Father, we're praying for not only one, Heavenly Father, because there's a lot of room at your altar, Heavenly Father, for those who can come today. You never run out of room. And we just thank you, Lord. We thank you for the words that's going to go out to the Heavenly Father. Bless our, bless our ears that we have ears to hear what your word has to say to us today. Bless us, Lord, that we hear your word, that we just won't be doers, hearers of your word, but be doers of your word. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the doing of your word today, Heavenly Father. Help us as we lift your name. Bless us as we lift your name, Lord Jesus. As you, we lift you, you, you will draw all men unto you. We want to lift you today. Holy Spirit, we ask you to come into this house. Fill this house with your presence and your power today. And your love, your mercy, and your grace. Fill this house, Lord, that we, when we come out and leave from this place, that somebody will know that we've been in your presence. We go forth out into this world, into our homes, back where we need to be, Heavenly Father, that your presence will be with us. And you are with us because you said you would never leave us nor forsake us. So we want to thank you, the Lord, for the, all you've done this day, all you're doing right now, and all that you will do all the rest of this day. And we're just so happy to give you the glory. And hallelujah today. All the praise, our highest praise belongs to you. And we just thank you. In your name, that's above every name, we say amen. And thank you, Jesus.
2001 Ford Escape and a few weeks ago I had to put a new battery in it because the Escape didn't work. I was walking through the house about two weeks ago and I turned on the light. The light did not come on because it needed a new bulb. So the light didn't work. Last night as I was studying, I turned on the lamp. And it was not plugged into the power source. So the lamp didn't work. But there's never been a time when I needed the blood. Didn't have to put no battery in there. Didn't have to plug up to no power source because every day that I'm alive the blood has been working for me and it will never the power that it has it will never it does not need to be recharged because the payment was paid on Calvary's cross the blood that reaches from the highest mountain the blood that flows to the lowest valley. Getting too happy too early, but when I think about being covered by that blood, Satan can't find me when I'm covered by the blood. Problems can't get to me because I'm covered by the blood. And it's working right now. I'm healed because of the blood. I'm saved because of the blood. I'm delivered because of the blood. I am who I am because of Jesus' blood. There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's own veins where sinners can plunge beneath that blood lose all. I didn't say some. I said lose all their guilty stain. You got a new heart because of the blood. You got a new chance because of the blood. I'm here. Did I say good morning to you all? I didn't say good morning in that way. I just said the blood. The blood, the blood, what can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me, why y'all do that to me this morning, me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious, it's that flow that makes me white as snow. No other fount I 
I know nothing. Nothing. If it wasn't for the blood, I would have been dead sleeping in my grave. But because of the blood, God gave me another chance. He didn't give me a second chance. I blew chance number two so many years ago. But he keeps on and keeps on and keeps on applying his blood to my life and every situation. Give him praise. Give him worship. Give him adoration. Because of that blood. Somebody got to go to the hospital, to the doctor this week. Don't you go without the blood. If you got a court case, a child who ain't acting right, don't plead the blood, apply the blood. So they will be covered in the blood. Did you all not know, theologically speaking, the one thing the devil don't mess with is the blood. Because there's salvation in that blood. And the devil know if he gets too close to it, even he can get saved. So we thank God. Folks in here had cancer. You weren't just healed of cancer. God replaced your blood with his blood. Mm. I came up here to act civil. But you can't talk about the blood and keep me quiet. No, you cannot. No, you cannot. Every day of my life, I see the blood. Every day. And I don't want to go anywhere where the blood is not. God bless you, saints of St. James. I greet you with God's grace and Jesus' joy. But I also greet you with the blood of Christ. Because that blood will never lose its power. If you don't get anything from the message this week, take the blood of Jesus with you. That blood keeps you from car accidents. That blood can cover your children. That blood will keep you sane in an insane world. For my sin. precious is that blood. You didn't just put on clothes this morning, you put on his blood. Saving blood.
Give God a wave, offering. God, you get the glory. Oh, Lamb of God, crucified for my sin. How precious. How precious. Hallelujah. 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 God is so good to us. God is good to us. He deserves praise right there. Yes, he does. As pastor of St. James, I bless you and I thank God for you. To our online audience, sorry that we lost it early, but you understand if you know anything about the blood. We welcome you and we thank God that you are worshiping with us. I received a call on last night from a worshiper who says, you are my church and when I don't get to hear you all on Sunday or on Wednesdays. I feel empty. And we're going to talk about that in the message here shortly. But we thank God that he allowed our golden moments to roll on a little while longer. We thank God that he brought us to church and we did not have to go to a hospital. We thank God that we are sitting in a sanctuary and not standing at a cemetery. We thank God this morning. We thank God this morning. We are in the midst of a good time because wherever the spirit of the Lord is, Brother Thomas, there is liberty. And we thank God for the freedom of worship. We thank God that we don't have to hide to do this. But we came to church to give God some unadulterated praise and worship. That's why we came here. That's why we came here. We have intentionally set aside this time to be ready for what God will have for us. So as we prepare to move forward in service, we are preparing for prayer. This house shall be a house of prayer. This house shall be a house of prayer. Did you hear me? This house shall be a house not of drama, not of drama, not of rumors, not of gossip, but this house shall be a house of prayer. Minister Hart.
like the blood of Jesus. And what it can do for us. I don't care what we've gone through in this past week. We can rest assured that we were covered by his blood. We are covered by his blood. All praises to God, to Pastor Bolton, First Lady, to ministers in the house, officers and members of this body, those of you sharing with us on social media. It's good to be here. Doesn't sound like it. We're able to assemble together for the express purpose of giving God praise. And yet we sit silently. I don't know, maybe God didn't do anything for you this week. But I can count any number of things that he's done for me this week. And I've come to give him praise. For keeping me awake, driving from one point to another after having worked all night. It didn't have to be so. But for his love, his grace, and his mercy. So those of you who would, we ask that you would stand with us as we go to God in prayer. Welcome to come to the altar. You're welcome to just extend your hand. In prayer and thanksgiving. Because I know personally that God has been good to me. Our Father and our God. Here we are once again standing on your word. 
because you said that man ought to always pray and not faint. So here we are this morning standing to give you thanks. While we're standing, we thank you, Father, that we're able to stand on our own two feet. Some aren't able to do that. We thank you that we're able to see with our own eyes. Then, Father, we thank you that we're able to breathe in and breathe out. And, Father, we realize that it wasn't because of anything that we have done. But it was you. Father, you watched over us and kept us through another week. And we say thank you. Oh God, we just are so grateful for all that you've done for us, all that you do, and all that we know that you're going to do. Lord, you saved us, and you've created in us a new and right spirit. And we thank you. And then, Father, see, after you woke us up this morning, we had enough sense to come to your house and to give you praise Because you alone are worthy of all our praises. Oh God, we thank you. We thank you that you loved us so much. That you sent your only son. To Calvary's cross. To shed his blood for the remission of our sin. And we thank you and we praise you right now. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. Because when our Lord went away, he said that I won't leave you comfortless. Get your Bibles. Get your Bibles. Get your Bibles. Is that um, 
Brother Marcus Hawkins, family member right there. Bless you. Good to see you. Bless you. We're so glad to be in the service one more time. And as you get your Bibles, your tablets, your cell phones, make sure you come to church with your Bible. You never go to war without a weapon. And your Bible is your weapon. And if you are prepared to take notes, you may do that also. God is good. God is good. I don't aim to preach long, but with the help of the Holy Spirit, I will preach strong. But I want you all to know that God is good. Good is not just what he does, but good is who he is. Will you be your own personal testimony in this room and online? And just look at yourself and say, self, God been good to you. Look at yourself. You don't wait for nobody else to tell you. Look at yourself and say, self, God been good to you. Uh, one of the psalmists said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. The psalm says, I don't really need you, but oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I just sat there and thought about that while Preacher Harmon was praying. God has been good to me. And he currently is good to me. And if I breathe and blink another moment, he will be good to me. That's right. God is good. And sometimes my soul look back and wonder of all the stuff that I've been through how I made it over. And then I think it ain't been nothing but the goodness of God. So we bless him. We thank him. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all that's within me. Bless his name. Stand in this congregation. And all that mean your esophagus got to bless him. Your heart got to bless him. Everything that's in you got to bless him. Bless the Lord. Oh my soul. Let's lift that praise in here this morning. Drown me out as we sing. Bless the Lord. Yes. Oh, my soul. 
Sing it, church. Sing it. And all that is within me. Bless his holy. Yes, yes, yes. Bless his name. Whatever you key you sing in, I sing in J, that's Jesus. Whatever key you sing in. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all, and all that is bless is holy. It's just not a regular name, it's a holy name. Bless his name. You know, we baptize this song, and the reason we bless him, because he has done great things, because he has done great things, not regular things, he has done great it's not the melody, it's what you say from your heart. That's why we come. Bless his holy. Bless his name. Anybody ever had your back against the wall and he brought you out? Say it with me. He has brought me out. Before he has brought me out he's brought me out he has brought when your back was against the wall he's brought me out he Open your mouth and bless him. Lift your hands, open your mouth, and bless him. Lift your hands, open your mouth, and his praise shall continually be where? In my mouth. Lift your hands, open your mouth, and bless his holy name. Glory to your name, sir. We stand amazed at your power and your grace. The angels bow before you. Heaven and earth adore you. We praise you, Lord. We magnify you, Lord. 
We glorify you, Lord. We come to bless your holy name. Bless your holy name. Bless your holy name. Now, Father, you send the true speaker, the true preacher, the true teacher. Because if the true one does not show up, James J. Bolton will have to take his seat. In Jesus' name we pray. With our sins forgiven, we ask that every grateful heart say amen. Amen. John, John chapter 5, while you're still standing in reverence to the word of God, if you must be seated, I understand. John chapter 5, I will be reading from the New King James Version of the Bible. John chapter 5, we will commence with verse 2 and conclude with verse 4. John chapter 5, verses 2 through 4. If you have it, say amen. If you don't have it, don't say nothing. Don't say nothing, all right? The book of John, chapter 5, I will be again reading from the New King James Version of the Bible. It says it this way. Now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a what? Pool. Is that in y'all Bible? What is by the sheep gate a what? A pool. Which is called in Hebrew what? Bethesda. Having how many porches? Five porches. Verse 3 clues us in a little deeper. And it says, In these lay a great multitude of what? Impotent, sick folk. They're sick. They're blind. They're lame. They are paralyzed. And they're waiting for what? The moving of the who? Of the water. Is that in your Bible too? Verse 4, our key verse says, For a what? Angel went down when? At a certain time. Everybody say that. At a certain time. One more. At a certain time. And what happened? Came to the pool and stirred the water. Then, whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease they had. And a certain angel or an angel came down when? At a certain time. He was not there all the time. He came when? At a certain time to do what? Stir up that pool. So whoever got in when first would be healed. The angel came when? At a certain time. For the time that we share, I want to lift this subject. Some things only last for a while. You may be seated in the presence of God. Brother Melvin, some things only last for a while. I solicit your prayers, please, 
and us as you may be seated. Some things, Sister McNeil, some things only last for a while. And since they do, you don't want to miss your opportunity. One of the most expensive things in life is a missed opportunity. One of the most expensive things in life is when you miss a moment. In a world that will do anything Folks always got an excuse for everything in this world. Folks always have excuses. The disease that most people suffer from is not heart disease. It's not cancers. The disease, Javari, that most people suffer from is actually the disease to please. They are regulated and relegated to what other folks think about them. So many people care way too much about the opinions of other folks. Care way too much about what folk think about you. But don't you ever let what others think about you override what God said about you. Thank you, sir. Even in this church, the saints of St. James, visitors and friends, many of you in life would actually be further than where you are if it wasn't for what folks said about you and stopping you from doing what God told you to do. Because folk, if we be a, just be honest about the truth, sometimes folk can be so negative. Just don't have nothing to say good. Well, I'm going back to school. Well, what you doing that for? Well, I'm going to start exercising. Why? I mean, they just won't encourage you worth nothing. I'm going to church on Sunday. Well, why are you going to church on Sunday? You did this on Friday. I don't care what you think or what you have to say. God is good to me. So if he can bring me out of Friday and being hung over on Saturday, at least I can give him some praise on Sunday. But folks, always got something to say about your situation. Right. 
but they're silent as a church mouse when it comes to their stuff. They always can give you advice on a man they ain't even got. Give you advice on a job and they can't even get theirs on time. They always got something to say. But they ought to do like the William brother said. Take the first six months and mind your own business. And take the next six months and leave mine alone. But y'all got to understand that folks going to be folks. And as long as they got a tongue, they going to talk. But it's not what they say about you. It's not what they call you. It's what you answer to. The Bible says in Proverbs 18.21 that life and death is in the power of the tongue. The average tongue only weighs six ounces. But spoken wrong, it can cause a lifetime of pain. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. But you ain't got to accept everybody's tongue. You don't have to listen to everyone's tongue. Folks with tongues will talk. You got a tongue too. Talk to yourself and override what they said. We have to learn as believers in Christ, that everybody who got something to say don't need to say it to you. And you don't need to say it to them either. Didn't get a whole lot of amens on that statement. But in life, as long as God has given you the power to speak, don't let nobody speak over you negative things when God has spoken blessings on your life. So sometimes it's up to you to speak life to you and to your own situation. Learn to speak to yourself. There's nothing wrong with standing in the mirror and saying, self, you are blessed. Self, You are healed. You're only proclaiming what the word of God has already said about you anyway. You're just agreeing with it. Jesus said in Luke 10, 19, I have given you the power and the authority to overcome the enemy. He's given that power to you. Don't you wait for the pastor to get there. Don't you wait for the deacons to show up. If there's a situation in your life, speak to that situation because the power that God has given is already in you. Speak life over that child. They may be acting as raggedy as a bearer of sauerkraut, but speak life to that child. You will serve the Lord. 
You will come off that drugs. You will be something in the name of Jesus. I'm your mama. I'm your daddy. I'm your cousin. I'm your friend. And I'm going to speak life to your dead situation. So in our text today, we see Jesus returning from a feast or one of the seven festivals that the Jews were known to have. And we come to a difficult point, Sister Hawkins, in our text. Because if you have anything other than a King James Version, you will understand that this text, this scripture, is one of the most controversial scriptures in the Holy Writ. In fact, if you have a version like the New International Version, you won't even see this verse in there. It's that controversial. One of the reasons it is controversial is that the translators who translated sometimes from Hebrew to our English language And the over 5,000 manuscripts that they found, many of them said they did not see this verse there. So since they did not see this verse there, they did not believe that it should be in the Holy Writ. When it was translated from the Greek, which is what we call the Septuagint, many of them did see it. But the translator said that came later. So they said, since we didn't see it from the beginning, it should not be there. That's the first reason that it's controversial. The second reason it's controversial is that it talks about angels. This idea, the study of angels, which is called angelology. And I hope you're taking your notes. Angelology is the study of the nature and the function of angels. And this scripture says that at a certain time, angels came down and stirred up this pool. So some of the Bible scholars and the theologians say that we should not include this because when you speak of the power of angels, that would distract from the power of Jesus. That's what they said. The Bible I read and love says that at a certain time that the angels came down and stirred up this water and anybody who got in the water would be healed. The Johannan from John, the Johannan text says that there was a sheep gate, and by the sheep gate was a pool called the pool of Bethesda. The word Bethesda in Hebrew means house of mercy. The Bible says that this pool had five porticos or five porches. The Bible says that this pool that has water in it was stirred by an angel. And the stirring of the angels troubled the water. So anyone who was in trouble 
can go to trouble to get out of trouble. That's what the Bible says. I just Jamesified it right there. This pool was known by two different sections. The first section, dear hearts, was called the northern pool. The second section was called the southern pool. When you would bring these two pools together here with Bethesda, because there were several other pools in Scripture. You heard of the pool of Shalom, the pool of Hebron, but this pool was different because the two sections that came together gave it another name. They are collectively known as the excalcipi. Excalcipi is a $25 word, which simply means a pool where you can bathe and be healed. Did y'all hear me? It was a pool where you can do what? Bathe and be healed. Now, a pool, dear hearts, is a certain body of water created for enjoyment. It's a certain body of water that is created for enjoyment. Now, a pool that's created for enjoyment, it has a predetermined length, a predetermined width, a predetermined death, and watch this, a predetermined location. Did you hear me? The pool that has water in it has been predetermined on how deep it's going to be, how wide it's going to be, and where it's going to be located. Did y'all hear me? This pool that has water in it, It has been predetermined how deep it's going to be, how wide it's going to be, and where it's going to be located. Not only does those things predetermine with the pool, but there's two other things that's predetermined with every pool. Are y'all with me? The second thing that outside of the physicalities of the pool, that is what predetermined, is this, every pool, it is predetermined how many people could get in. Not only is it determined how many people can get in, it's also predetermined how long they can stay. Pools. So once a year, The scripture says, at a certain time, the angel would come down and trouble the water. And regardless of what was wrong with the person, if they could get to that pool, to that pool, they can be made whole. The Bible says that the angel would come down at a certain time stir up the water and whoever got into that pool whenever they got into that pool they could be made whole the bible says there's a pool by the name of saint james 
and the angel going to come down here, stir up this water, and whoever can get into St. James, whatever you came in here with, the Bible says, you won't leave here like you came in Jesus' name. Because God specializes. Have you any rivers that you think are uncrossable? Have you any tunnels that you cannot make it through? God specializes in things that seem impossible. And he can do with no other power. Holy Ghost power can do. Now, that's the story. Now, here's the study. What is it about these pools that you only have a defined time to get in there and everything or anything that's wrong with you can be made well? One of the first things you're going to see is that a pool has water. And water, hear me closely, dear hearts, water is so valuable because everybody needs it. You cannot live without water. Everybody needs water, which makes it important. I need God. So that makes him important. I can't live without Jesus. So that makes him important. So the first thing that we see when we look at this text, number one, are you writing it down? Is this, the pool was ready. You hear me? The pool was ready. Every time you step into this church, the pool is ready. I know it's ready because we prayed for the water before you stepped in. The pool is ready. And if you come, though, if you come with the wrong attitude, if you come though, and you come with the wrong motives, if you come though, and you ain't got the proper swim trunks on, if you come though, and you come with the wrong person, you ain't prepared to get in the pool. For Mark 7, 6 says it this way, you honor me with your lips, but your heart is far from me. But I don't understand. I cannot understand, Sister Allen, how people, how folk can come where the pool is ready. I can't understand how they can come where the pool is ready and leave here the same way that they got here. I can't understand that. When you jump in water, you ought to get wet. The pool is ready. That's why Luke 14, 17 says, come where the table is spread. 
and the feast of the Lord is going on. But here's my question. Your blessing is ready for you. But are you ready for your blessing? So number one, the what? Pool was ready. Number two, the people were rowdy. Did y'all see who was at that pool? Sick folk. Blind folk. Lame folk. Paralyzed folk. Imagine that in your mind. A folk who's paralyzed, trying their best to get to the pool. How a paralyzed person going to get to the water. Blind folk bumping into each other. Trying to get to the water. And that's why it fumes me. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about them folks out there. For you folks out there to come in this church and sit here like you woke God up this morning. It's folk dying and would love to have your seat. And you come in here and sit like, Lord, I dare that preacher tell me to praise God. I left the hospital where folk want to come to church. And you come in here on your do nothing. Now, y'all, them folks out there. And sit there when the praise is going on. Hallelujah's in the house. Thank you, Jesus is out here. And you sit there with your mouth shut and say, it don't take all that. Baby, if you knew what I've been through, you would be shouting too. I didn't come here to be quiet. I came here to bless the Lord. I came here to shout hallelujah. I came here to give him glory. I came here like this on purpose. I can't behave like this at OC, but I can come here. Because he said, come into my house with thanksgiving. Come into my courts with praise. And I'm going to be thankful unto him and bless his name. Why? Because the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endures to all generations. So let everything that have breath praise the Lord. If you inhale, praise the Lord. If you exhale, praise the Lord. If your eye blinks, praise the Lord. If it opens back up, praise the Lord. If you got hands, praise the Lord. If you got feet, praise the Lord. If you got a back, praise the Lord. Let the ground get a little hot and move your feet. Let something get in your back and you can't help yourself. Praise the Lord. It don't take all that. I'm not one who gets loud. Something somewhere will make you loud. You go to the Dallas game. And the Cowboys make a score and you jump all up. But the Cowboy didn't wake me up this morning. The Cowboy didn't stop me on my way. The Cowboy didn't put clothes on my back. The Cowboy didn't put shoes on my feet. The Cowboy didn't put food on my table. So I'm going to bless the Lord. Because I know where my blessings come from. I said I was going to behave this week. 
But when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul, my soul, my soul, don't whisper. My soul, don't give a little bit. My soul cries. So I want them, them rowdy folks. I lose it when I think of how good he's been to me. I lose it when I realize that where I used to be. I lose it. I know I'm not all I'm going to be. But thank God I'm not what I used to be. God got his hands on me. Because the pool. The pool is ready. And what if God gave you a revelation that between now and 1230 is the only time, the certain time, that he's going to trouble the pool in your life? That what if he told you that you only had 21 minutes for you to be healed, delivered, set free? Would you be rowdy? Would you care who's sitting by you? I'll knock all y'all down trying to get to Jesus. Because he ain't going to leave me like he found me. And I ain't going to be quiet. Here I am, Jesus. And I'll tell him. I may not be able to get to the water, but water, you get to me because he is the living water and I can dive in him. Because wherever Jesus is, I want to be there. And if you come in my way, SOS, I'm telling you, scoot over some. Because when Jesus is around, I don't care what I got to do to get to him. I cry to get to him. I scratch to get to him. I crawl to get to him. I just want to get to him. Because when I'm healed, hurt, he heals me. When I'm lonely, he wraps me. When I'm hungry, he feeds me. My situation, he can do something about And I'm not just saying that he can. Sister Bolton, I know that he will. Fight my battles if I keep still. I know he'll make my enemies leave me alone. I know he'll put food on my table. I know he'll do it. He'll keep burglars out my house. I know he'll do it. He'll put money in my pocket. I know he'll do it. He'll put health in my body. I know he'll do it. You may not be able to do it, but he can. And he will. That's why I put it all in his hands. This and that. I put it all in his hands. This, this and that. I put it all in his hands. This, this, this and that. I put it all in his hands. This, this, this and that. I put it all in his hands. He can handle it. That's a fact. 
The Lord don't want your excuse. He wants your faith. Well, I can't do it. I can't get in the water. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So not only, I'm done with this last point. Not only was the pool ready. Not only was the people rowdy. But third and finally, the power was revealed. The power was revealed. Saints of St. James, y'all sit down. The person in the back of you can't see. Saints of St. James, people may not be faster than you. They may not be stronger than you. Or they may be. But just don't let them be more determined than you. When you know you need something from God, don't let folks keep you from getting to him. That woman with the issue of blood, she, she was not even supposed to be in the company of other folks. According to Leviticus chapter 17, she was ceremonially unclean. But she says, if I could just touch, I don't have to grab, I don't have to grip. If I could just touch, the, if they would have known she was in the crowd, they would have stoned her. But she says, my life, my life, I just got to get to touch the word of life because if I could just touch him won't no stone hit me if I could just touch him he'll heal me of this blood condition I am crawling on the ground trying to get to my master because I know if I could just get to him everything not a few things but everything not one thing but everything will be all right When you get to that pool, don't toe dip. When you get to that pool, don't see if the water is warm. Jump in there. Put your whole, is your all on the altar of sacrifice lane. And people will judge you. They sure will. You don't care about them judging you. People who judge you can't sentence you. I jump in the water with my whole suit on. Because I know once I'm in there, he going to handle all of my stuff. But here's what I want you to know. It says at a certain time. Give me three more minutes. It says at a what? Certain time. As a pastor, I want you all to know something. There are certain times that God gives me a, a, an anointing for certain things. Do you all notice since I've been here, there are certain times where the Lord will give me a word of knowledge about somebody in here. It don't happen every Sunday though. It happens when? At a certain time. Jacob understood this. Because he says in Genesis 28, 16. That the Lord was here. And I didn't even know it. 
because he only shows up for certain situations when at a certain time. Genesis 6, 3 says it this way. The Lord ain't going to abide with you forever. He's only going to be around here for a certain time. But he's patiently waiting. He's patiently waiting. He's patiently waiting. But he won't wait forever. When the spirit of the Lord hits me and I'm up here and I say there are four people in here or there's this or that, dear hearts, I ain't guessing. I am not guessing. What the Lord shows me, I'm not going to guess. Because there's an anointing to move for God to do. Here's what you want to understand. Because I know people say it. We say he's a right now God. There may be a degree of truth to that. He's really not a right now God. He's an on time God. Because he moves when he wants to move. And it's up to you to be aware of that certain time. A few years ago, and we're closing. No music yet, just listen. A few years ago, Sister Bolton and I were traveling. We had a layover in Detroit, Michigan. The layover was late arriving to Detroit. And because I fly sometimes up to 50, 60 times a year, I told Sister Bolton, I said, ain't no need for us trying to get to our connecting flight. It left already. We were walking. She says, why don't we just go back and try to see if the flight is still here? I said, I've been traveling 50, 60 times a year. I'm a veteran at this. You just started traveling. She put her hand on my she says, just let's try at this time. She gave me a certain look, so I tried. I turned around. We went to the gate agent. There's a lady standing there. Sister Bolton hunched me. She said, talk to her. I said, ma'am, I know that this flight is closed. Listen to what I said. I said, but my wife said to come back and give it a try. She looked at us, and these were her words. These were her words. She says, the anointing of God is on y'all. I'm going to open the door again after we have shut the door. It is a FAA violation for them to reopen that door. She says, I'm going to have them to open the door because y'all need to get on that plane. That ain't the great part. She says, and not only are y'all going to get on that plane, but I'm about to upgrade y'all from coach to first class. 
I looked at Sister Bolton. The veteran. And we spoke a blessing on that woman's life. Got on that plane. We woke up. Coach passengers. But we ended up first class. So don't you miss this moment. Those folks in this book, they started out, they woke up sick. But when they got to that pool, they ended up healed. But that didn't last forever. They had to do it at a certain time. My time is up, and I appreciate yours. I did not plan this, but God has you here for such a time as this. You did not come to church to hear the new pastor. You did not come to church to see some folks you hadn't seen in the last week. You came to church this afternoon because this pool is ready. The angel is here. And he has stirred up this water. And I just want to know who wants to get wet? Your wet may be a new job. Your wet may be reconciliation in a relationship your wet may be healing in your body your wet may be regulation of your mind but at this time there is a healing anointing in this house bless you there is a healing anointing in this house and if you are desirous and don't care what folks think, all you want to do is get to Jesus. You would do like Sister Claudette did. And you will not tarry another moment. You would get up here now. I'm not going to open this up for no longer than I need to. But because this is a certain time. If you are online watching us, put your hand on the screen because the water is troubled, but it won't be troubled always. The water is troubled, but it won't be troubled always. If you have a prayer language, you can pray in your prayer language. This is a Bible church, and we believe what the Bible says. We believe what the Bible says. Intercessors, please get behind these individuals. If you are a female, get behind the female. If you are a male, get behind the males. 
but God is ready to heal some folk up in here this afternoon. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. The Holy Spirit is here. The Holy Ghost is here to meet your needs. If you all can, will you take one step further? Take one step. Now stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. Don't, don't make another move. Um, Minister Harmon, come here, please, sir. Minister Harmon, come here, please, sir. We're about to do something with our faith that I don't know has ever been done in this church before. But right now, as I covenant with my brother, the Bible says where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst. This may be unconventional, but please trust the God in me. That when I say that where Minister Harmon and I are standing, we are standing in the pool. And moving forward from, what's today's date? July 10th. This area right here is going to be the healing pool. Do you all hear me? Do you all hear me? Where we're standing is going to be the healing pool. So I'm going to ask you all to do something with your faith. In a few moments, you all are going to also step in the pool. And from now on at this church, when someone needs a healing, I don't care what's going on. They're going to stand right here. And the healing power of the Holy Ghost is going to touch them. So in the name of Jesus, with the blood that's shed on Calvary's cross, we consecrate this area as the healing area for St. James Missionary Baptist Church. In the name of Jesus, our faith says it's so. Folks going to come right here and be delivered. Cancer, in the name of Jesus, will be delivered from right here. Diabetes, in the name of Jesus, will be delivered right here. We're not going to even have to speak the word. All we're going to do is walk up here, and it's going to happen in the name of Jesus. So in the name of Jesus, move back, uh, preacher. Everybody take two steps forward and get into that water. Thank him now. Get into that water. Glorify him now. Get into that water. Claim your healing. Claim your deliverance. Claim your salvation. He's healing you right now in the waters that's representative of his blood. In the name of Jesus, water is life. He's giving you new life. Lift your hands and bless him. You're in the water. You're getting wet and saturated with Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to his name. Glory to his name. 
Receive your healing this afternoon. Receive your miracle. Receive it. Don't doubt it. Receive it. Don't let Satan, we rebuke you. Satan, you are a liar and a loser. These folks are healed in the name of Jesus. They are delivered in the name of Jesus. They're being reclaimed in the name of Jesus. This is our faith, Lord. This is our faith, Lord. New jobs, bonuses, raises. Your family's coming back to the Lord. Your loved one's being reclaimed in this pool. In this pool. Arthritis is being healed. Back pains, I see it, is being healed. A tumor is going down. A cyst is drying up. In Jesus' name, because we are healed in the name of Jesus. You sent your word and you healed us. No more pornography right here. No more lying right here. No more backbiting right here. Drama is gone. You are drama free in Jesus name right here in this pool. If the devil, if God wanted you dead, you would have been dead a long time ago. But you will live and declare the glory of the Lord. I don't care what the doctors say what the lawyers say, what friends and naysayers say. You are new right now in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands and in your own language, in your own way, tell God something. In your own way. I don't care your age. God don't care about your age. He can give you new life. You could be 70 and feel like 16 in Jesus' name. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. 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 If you believe that, if you believe that, and not only, dear hearts, if you believe it, but if you receive it, if you receive it, go back to your seat rejoicing. Go back to your seat rejoicing. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 This is a first step. This is a first step. This is a first step. This is the first step, Kubia. This is the first step. It's the first step. This is the first step. Moving forward, Jay Walk and others. If you all see anybody just coming right here, they just waited for their healing. They will not bother me. Is it Kuvian? Is it Kuvian? Yeah, you. Bless you, man. Bless you. 
whenever they come right here, don't bother them if we're preaching, if we're singing. Because you don't know the hell that a person went through. And you don't know what they stand in need of. I don't want you to point criticizing. If not for the grace of God, you can be anything out there. If not for his grace. Thank you all for your obedience. I did not plan to do that. The spirit of the living God directed me. Y'all may see me up there sometime. Y'all may see me up there sometime. Thank you so much. The doors of the church are open. There's anyone online or in this room that desires to make the best choice, the best choice you ever would make. The saints of St. James will love to be your church and Pastor James will love to be your pastor, but you need a relationship with God. None of this will really make sense until you make Jesus your choice. Some folk would rather have houses and land. Some folk would rather choose silver or gold. These things we treasure and forget about our soul, but I'd rather, I decide to make Jesus my choice. Sometimes the road gonna get rough. Sometimes the going will get tough. Sometimes the hills will be hard to climb. But a few of us started out, are you there? A long time ago. And there ain't no doubt in your mind 